Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have some tremendous news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one source for all your sports betting this season. We're talking MLB, UFC, pro and college basketball, and everything in between. All you have to do is head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to get started and get 50% off on your welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's right. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Get started today. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device Bet online where the game starts. It is indeed March, and you know what that means. College basketball takes center stage. And hey, it's a sport fan's dream because of the possibilities for major upsets and fascinating stories. And if you're like me, you fill out that bracket and watch the underdogs and small schools go toe-to-toe with the sports giants. It's three weeks of college basketball at its finest with the best performers turn into legends. The spectacle of March, well, it builds on months of stories about team successes and struggles. College basketball reporters understand the impacts of the tournament on the sports finances and pro prospects for players. Aspiring sports journalists learn how to tell the stories of March and more at St. Bonaventure University. SBU offers an entirely online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism for newcomers to the field. There are actually no graduate exam requirements for admission, and you can enroll with a bachelor's degree in any field. Your love of the game and drive toward innovative storytelling finds a home at SBU. This sports journalism program can be completed in less than two years with flexibility built into the curriculum. Experienced faculty teach interviewing skills, journalistic ethics, and other essential skills for success in this profession. Many students have gone on to cover sport on the big stage, including myself, Adrian Wojnarowski, and Tim Bontemps. Get in touch with an enrollment advisor today at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. And learn how you can become a sports journalist. That's sbujournalism.com. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Jam and Beats, Bowers and Company CPAs, the Al and Angus Pub, and Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices together They'll work to give you the maximum reward. And I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning today. Brian knocks it out of the park, whether you've got a youngster going to college, you're retiring, you're buying a new house. Whatever the case may be, Brian has the plan for you. We're super pumped about our future with Brian Conboy. Advisors.massmutual.com. You can get him on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State is a proud, ML Sports Platter sponsor. Super pumped to bring on our next guest to the ML Sports Platter. He is a play-by-play broadcaster, media relations, and content creator for the Somerset Patriots, a double-A affiliate of the New York Yankees. And yes, 
We have plenty of talk uh, ahead here on prospects led by Anthony Volpe. It's Steve Cusimano. Uh, can't wait to talk to him about uh, uh, the possibility of Peraza, Cabrera, uh, Volpe, uh, all these youngsters up in New York. Will Brian Cashman actually do it? Will Aaron Boone actually do it? You can follow him on Twitter at Stephen underscore Cusimano. Stephen, welcome, and uh, boy, it's a pleasure to have you aboard here, my friend. My pleasure. It really is the best time of the year. The weather starts heating up, and we got baseball every which way we look, so I love to see it. All right, so the talk of spring training right now, I think, for the Yankees is, are the kids going to play? And <laughs> this Anthony Volpe kid's pretty good. So, two-parter, I'll start it right there with you. What do you have to say? I mean, Anthony Volpe is everything that he's drawn up to be. And it's, it's funny, too, because the thing I always like to bring up about it is it's the same thing that Aaron Judge actually said today. And when you get the attention of Aaron Judge, you're probably doing something right. He just has the makeup of a superstar. Obviously, you know, he gets so much praise because he has all the tools. He's got every tool imaginable, the speed, the hit tool, the power, everything but what separates him and gives him such superstar potential is his makeup his attitude his confidence uh, the way he carries himself is like somebody who is mature above his years for a guy that's barely 21 years old it's just impressive to see the way that he carries himself whether he's on a hot streak whether he's slumping whether it's his first time in big league camp or whether you know it doesn't matter who he's around but just the way that he carries himself he has the makeup of a superstar and that's just the the internal stuff. All of the externals, um, it, it's impressive to see everything he brings to the table. 50 stolen bases last year. He has so much pop for a guy his size as well. Uh, incredible IQ, fundamentals, the instincts. He is literally the, the full package. And what really ties it together to me, again, just uh, is is his makeup and, and his the way he carries himself. Okay, so I've heard Volpe. I've heard Volpe. I, I, it's Volpe for sure. Can you confirm that 100%? 100, 1,000 okay. Volpe. Volpe with okay. a hard E. His, his father's side is Italian. Okay. So it's it's right. Volpe, not Volpe. Okay. Yep. So, so I misspoke uh, to start it, even though I, I was going <laughs> to, I was going to call him actually Volpe and Volpe half and half, you know, just to kind of make it, make it equal. Um, you know, the Yankees, their roster is aging fast. And, and I said this two years ago, it was aging fast. You know, judge now is, despite the fact that you have to have them, you had to sign them. They outbid themselves, which was ridiculous. I mean, they could have had him at like a hundred million a few years ago. Um, but nonetheless, he comes back. But, hey, that contract is going to be in his mid to late 30s and close to 40. Stanton's getting up there. Hicks is getting up there. He's always injured as well. Donaldson's old. I mean, they have a lot of old players. Garrett Coles, you know, no spring chicken anymore, especially in today's youthful game. Um, they need to get younger. They need to get better. Uh, they need to get more versatile. Um, and I think these young guys can help him. Peraza as well. I saw him play uh, in Syracuse uh, last year with the Rail Riders. He's really good. I, you know, Cabrera. I would literally, and again, Brian Cashman's arrogance, I think, is a big problem with this team because what they he should do is pull a Howie Roseman here. You know what? I screwed up. I got to trade Carson Wentz. Get rid of or release Hicks, Donaldson, IKF. I don't care if they get a bag of peanuts for all of them and play the friggin' kids because I think they can check those boxes, don't you? The versatility you know, add a little depth, right? Like play the game a little bit better, get, get a little bit more athletic. Those guys can provide that. And and, and it just is it's so frustrating with these older guys who continue to get hurt, continue to strike out. Well, you saw it a little bit, I guess a glimpse of it towards the end of last year. You saw it towards, I guess the, the dog days of summer, you get to August, September, and they were really losing some steam just as a team. They were in a, a pretty bad slump and, and one of the worst teams during the month of, I can't remember if it was July or August, 
but then all of a sudden you bring up the youth of Oswald, uh, Oswald Peraza, Oswaldo Cabrera, and you really started to see a change in the shift, uh, just a, a jolt that they got from those two young guys. And that was when things really changed and got them some steam heading into the playoffs. And I, I think that's a testament to the energy those guys bring uh, just in general, but especially over the course of a long season. You're going to see that wear and tear on some of the veteran players who, who obviously provide in, in a lot of the other areas. But in general, you start to see just the way that Oswaldo impacts the game with some of his tenacity and the finesse that he brings with the impressive catches and the emotion he wears on his sleeve and just kind of pumping up the fans, pumping up the rest of the team. It's something that that definitely uh, it served as as a major help, major boost down the stretch last year and something that maybe they, they learned from this upcoming year and maybe you do start to see some of the younger guys get more of the opportunity. So if... Let's play perfect world here, right? If if these guys play, you know, can Volpe play some third? Would he be, I mean, is it is it him versus Peraza only at short? You know, is Cabrera platooning with Peraza at short and then Cabrera playing left field? Um, you know, if, if Volpe isn't up with the Yankees, is it is it AAA until a certain point, like a, a you know, a cutoff date to call him up? Like what? Where where are these guys position wise? I think the only one I would I would say right is Peraza's kind of just a stamped shortstop at this point. Yeah, I mean I would say Peraza's more than capable of playing at second base, and okay. and I'll start at the beginning of that too. I would say that Volpe certainly could play anywhere, but I think it would be a waste of his talents to put him at the hot corner. I, I okay. would like to see, especially with his fundamentals, and I, I talk about his IQ. I, I think that he should be at shortstop or second base, in my opinion, at least, but. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you just like the idea of versatility. You like a guy like Oswaldo who can play anywhere in the lineup, play anywhere on the diamond, um, whether it be left field, he could play at third base if need be. Uh, I, I think you like the idea of versatility. However, you also like the idea of continuity. If that starts with Oswald at shortstop on opening day and really getting a good rapport there with whoever the second baseman is, uh, you don't want to mess with that. But at the same time, you, can't, you can only hold these kids down for so long. That doesn't move Volpe himself. And I don't think you necessarily put a date on it. It just it kind of has to come fluidly and naturally. And if there's a point in time where, like last year, when he was really tearing it up in Double A, uh, and the same with Peraza in Triple A, uh, you you can only hold him down for so long. So I, I think you don't put a date on it. But obviously, if injuries come up and, and opportunities present themselves, that's you know the the easy way into it. But uh, you start to see a, a you know a pretty good track record, a, a month or two of, of good success at the plate. Um, you know, behind second base for Volpe, I think you can only hold him down for so long. But at the same time, there's there's only so many spots on, on that that major league roster. So um, you got to kind of take it naturally, fluidly. But I, I like the idea of versatility, and of course, you'd like to keep everyone at shortstop. It's the most difficult position on the diamond to play, arguably. And uh, I think you know, maybe you do consider playing him at, at different positions in AAA just to prepare him for the fact that when he does inevitably get to the big leagues. Maybe and probably it's not going to be at shortstop, assuming that Oswald does hold it down pretty well from opening day forward. You know, Glaber Torres was supposed to be with Judge and Gary Sanchez and Severino, like the new core, right? Like trying, I swear to God, the Yankees, you know, trying to find some magic like, oh, these are the next, you know, Jeter. This is the next Jeter, Rivera, Bernie, Posada, Pettit group. Hey, give me a break. But they tried to kind of make it out like that, and <clears throat> they trade around this Chapman. They get a boatload back. Glaber is obviously, as you know, Stephen, the prize possession, the prize prospect in that group. 
and he just has not really panned out. He's been kind of a bust. I think it's half on Glaber, but also half on, on the Yankees. I mean, my gosh, they tried to play him at shortstop, an unnatural position. They screwed up his swing. Then they put him back to second. He's a decent ball player, but I don't know, man. Maybe it's run its course here. Do you think they should have moved on from him and then at that point figured out if one of these guys maybe is a second baseman? You got the best of both worlds. You got both of them there right up the middle for the next two knows how long, 10, 15 years. I think the last thing you want to do is at a, a point where somebody is, is at a low point in their career, maybe I, I don't think you want to damage their confidence anymore. I, I think the word I used before was continuity. You just want to get, get these guys uh, continued reps. And that includes Glaber. Um, again, you mentioned the position change, the swing changes. You just want to see him get maybe a little bit more time under his belt uh, over the course of time. But, you know, you start to think about some of these younger kids putting pressure on them. Um, and it's easy to be critical, but, you know, you got to kind of stay in your own mind and, and just, you know, be a professional, go out there every day, take it one day at a time, one plate appearance at a time, and just hope that things work out. Um, but it, it's it's certainly good to have options, but, you know, you, you got to try kind of, in my opinion, you'd like to see out, uh, you know, labor for what his potential was and, and hope that it, that it does end up getting to that point that it was supposed to be. Yankees double-A affiliate, uh, Somerset Patriots play-by-play man uh, is on Twitter, at Stephen underscore Cusimano. Uh, kind enough to join us here on the ML Sports Platter. Stephen, I just got a couple quick ones left to go, um, and they're just kind of generic. I wanted people to kind of learn about you a little bit, you know, your rise in media, you know, your career, uh, play-by-play aspirations and all the rest. Kind of get into where it started, when it started, how it started, uh, you know, the, that first interest, the grind of the uh, – people think baseball players are the only <laughs> ones going through the grind. My goodness, it's a grind for everybody, you know, concession workers, broadcasters, et cetera, everybody in between. Get into your career a little bit for my listeners. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I was born and raised in Staten Island, New York. So I, I was born and raised a New York sports fan, but when I was young, about 10 years old, I moved to Arizona with my family, and so the teams I grew up watching – the New York sports teams, the ones I rooted for, uh, my only connection to them was watching them on TV and listening to them on the radio from over 2,000 miles away. And so that's kind of what made me fall in love with broadcasting. And coming from my background as somebody who's a pretty short Italian guy, I knew that playing sports was never an option as much as I loved them. So that made me pretty realistic from a young age in the sense that I I was able to, from my early teenage years, kind of discover and set my sights on becoming a broadcaster, whether it be in baseball or different sport or different medium, uh, gave me a good head start, was able to take some extracurricular courses and internships and jobs and whatnot during high school and into college. And eventually ended up going down the baseball route about halfway through my college years. I was a student at Arizona State University at the Cronkite School. And uh, by the time I was a junior, ended up moving out of state to work for the uh, Angels rookie affiliate at the time, the Orem Owls in Utah. The following year, I worked for uh, the Astros single-A short-season affiliate in upstate New York, the Tri-City Valley Cats. <laughs> love so, it. I love the Joe. Love the Joe. Fantastic place to oh, watch a game. Gosh. Beautiful organization. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the best summers of my life, that, You know, going into my senior year of college. Uh, great play. And even though they're, they're independent now, it doesn't change the fact that I the know. Joe is a tremendous place to, to catch a game. But uh, that was kind of that, that jump start that, that gave me the idea that maybe I should go down the path of, of play-by-play in baseball because it's not often you're able to get that kind of experience from, from that point coming out of school. Um, and so my first job out of out of school after I graduated in 2019, I ended up working for the Tampa Bay Rays as a broadcast assistant. So no on-air work, but just kind of learning the logistics and the administrative side of 
what it would be like to work in a major league broadcast department. So, um, you know, things push comes to shove and, and uh, you know, various other opportunities and play by play for Arizona state on Pac-12 network and, um, you know, j- jobs with the Tampa Bay lightning as well as a broadcast assistant there last year. Um, the job opens up here in Somerset and I was looking for an opportunity to get back into baseball play by play. If one uh, that was good presented itself and, one here where I'm so close to the area I grew up in, uh, Somerset, New Jersey. I've got family down the shore in New Jersey and still in Staten Island um, in such a big market and a great organization like the Patriots and great organization like the Yankees at that. It was a no-brainer to apply and just kind of try and get back into the swing of things with baseball play-by-play. So been here for a year now, and it's been uh, an excellent year, one of the best years of my life, and I couldn't have asked for any more. Okay, final question for you. What's a game like, um, you know, stadium-wise, atmosphere-wise, in terms of the uh, Somerset Patriots? I see the pictures that you post on Twitter, and um, gosh, it just looks like such an awesome, you know, prototypical minor league baseball setting, man. Absolutely. It's a perfect family fun atmosphere, games in between all of the innings, fantastic theme nights, uh, all kinds of uh, appearances from celebrities and what, what have you. And uh, it, it's it's a really great place to catch a game. Awesome concession stand food, as you got to have at any minor league stadium. And uh, just a really cool place to catch a game. Very photogenic, very well-maintained. Uh, staff, extremely friendly. And, um, you know, I'm usually watching it from the same spot. I'm watching it from the broadcast booth. So I, I, I get a chance to kind of see it from the same vantage point every day. And the weather is usually great, except for uh, maybe in April. But (laughs) it's a great place to catch a game, very family-friendly atmosphere. And, uh, you know, it it certainly doesn't hurt to have the Yankees double-A affiliate in town because uh, the teams are usually pretty talented, too. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. April baseball. At least you're in the booth, and hopefully you can close the windows with a portable heater because I got to tell you, I did on-field part-time for the Syracuse Mets for a year and for the Syracuse Chiefs, you know, before that for a year, Mm -hmm. before they changed the affiliation and all that and the name. And, oh, my goodness, did we have some days in April where I I was out there after four or five innings, Stephen, and I literally, I didn't know if I was going to survive. I mean, I'm in and out, you know, of the bathroom where it's warm. I got the hand warmers in my hands going back and forth. My hands are bleeding with dry skin. You know, I drop the microphone and pick it up, and it feels like an icicle. I, it was it was hell, man. April is just awful in the Northeast. But you know what? They're never going to change it, as you know, at any level, because these owners of these teams, they don't want to lose the gate right out there, even though they'd catch up easily in the summertime. They don't want to lose that gate. They want to make as, as much money at the start, you know, uh, as much as they do at the end. So I, I think that it'll never it'll never change. I'd love to see it change, even if, even if it were three to five weeks, you know, going a little bit deeper and seeing Northeast teams not start till like May. But again, we've also had snow on Mother's Day in May. So I, I have no <laughs> idea what else to say about it. But this was absolutely phenomenal. He is the play-by-play broadcaster for the Somerset Patriots all over uh, the pulse of uh, Anthony Volpe and Peraza and Cabrera and, and everybody in between uh, the AA affiliate of the New York Yankees. Play-by-play man is Steven underscore Cusimano. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. Steven, keep rising in the industry. You are a gem. You are awesome at your uh, uh, at your craft. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up down the line and uh, catch a ball game either down there or up here or somewhere, uh, you know, in, in the country. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. It was a blast and best of luck with everything. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.